So what does dressing up for a comic book convention and your social media strategy have in common? So today on the Pondair Podcast, we have a lady with us who is actually an aspiring superhero in the world of marketing. She has her own marketing agency that focuses on strategy and execution across multiple social media platforms. And after a decade of working in sales, marketing, communication roles, she founded that agency to specifically help small business owners, especially in the, the hospitality and, and other types of fields here in the, the local market in, uh, of Orlando. And now that she is growing, she is also incorporating some uh, very interesting things from uh, her own personal life, which is the wide world of cosplay. So Katrina Texador, thank you very much for being here with us today. Thank you. It's awesome to be here. So when I ask the, the big lesson of folks or like the key takeaway, just kind of like leading off with that, you know, your, your biggest thing right out of the bat was that people have to maximize the time they have. Yes. And so for small business owners that are listening out there, like, tell me, tell me about that. What does that, what does that mean? Well, um, as we know, being a small business owner is one of the toughest jobs that you can possibly have. And time is the one thing that we can't get back. So I think where um, a lot of business owners, when they talk to me, are falling short is the time. That's why they want to hire a marketing company. It's not that they can't learn these skills. It's the, it's the time. Um, and the time that they, that they do have needs to be done you know, networking their business, um, you know, uh, managing their employees, things like that. Maximizing your time could literally change your life. And it, it changed mine. And I had to do that through various apps and different means. I had to be very regimented. It took a while to figure out what worked for me. But now that I found my secret sauce, if you will, I help other people do that for themselves. All right. And so that that's kind of an interesting uh take. And I, and I guess it should really be, be obvious, but, you know, a lot of people will come on and we've certainly had guests in the past that, you know, try to help folks around content creation, or they're saying they're, you know, maximize, you know, your, your time or do what you can with the time you have available. And, mm -hmm. and certainly there's, you know, big names out there who have, who have built their whole kind of personas, you know, Gary Vee being an example is like, just yeah, love it. writing on the card, take out your cell phone and, and, and do yeah. a video. And, and maybe that's, Maybe yes. that is true and people could do that, but it's not exactly that easy if you're not maybe of that, that natural personality, you're having to, yes. to overcome that, develop that. But then even just the, the idea or the, the, one of the biggest things that I've seen be hurdles for folks when it turns to creating content is like, what am I going to create content about? Or like, mm -hmm. we have all this information, all this knowledge, all this experience, but actually translating that into, all right, I'm going to create a social media post about it, or I'm going to do a sequence or a series. And so what, what you're saying is like, maybe that's just not the best use of your time to, to even really right. be thinking about that. You know, that's where you need somebody, somebody else. Right. Well, and, and you also need the, the right person. You need the right driver behind the wheel to do this. Um, because it's very important that you work with somebody who understands how uh, to manage across different platforms, what it takes to be successful on each platform. A lot of people think that Facebook and Instagram, it's the same strategy because they have some crossover. It's not. There's a lot that goes into it. But first and foremost, you have to think, okay, what are my strong suits? What am I good at? If you're good at front facing to the client, which is great, you're great at sales, you wanna shake hands, you wanna meet people, then the digital world, 
The digital communication should be left to someone else, your marketers, your virtual assistants, some kind of mix of, of both ideally, um, and you should be front facing. If you don't want to meet people in person, that's not your thing, you wanna be more behind the scenes, maybe some of that you can do, but then you also need to hire someone who, who can do that. So the first thing to start would be write down all the pros and cons of each, Write down, you know, what you like, what you don't like, everything that you can think of that comes into play with a business and then see, okay, what can you do in a given day, in a given week? If most of those things apply to you and you want to do it, but the time just isn't there, especially if you have another job at first and a lot of people do uh, to uh, afford their dream, then you have to make those decisions and and then this is this is the hard part for a lot of people. You make a plan, takes long enough, you have it all set up, and then it's the execution. Right. It's the execution of the plan. Failure to implement syndrome is at work in this country. Big deal. Right. Well, I think it's a, at work a good, all have over a good the plan, place. but how are you gonna do it? Right. Well, and it goes to this, this idea, I think, which you're kind of alluding to is, is know your mm -hmm. strengths. Right. And so there are yes. a lot of different kind of profiles or things out there that you can do to, uh, to help you kind of identify. And a lot of people kind of have the, the intuition of, all right, this is uh, one of my old mentors used to say, like flame and wax. Right. Like I'm working in my flame or I'm getting kind of stuck down in the, the wax. Mm -hmm. And okay. you have skills you have experienced that that are your highest and best use and there's all these different terms that are they're thrown around there uh, mm -hmm. about it and i i love what you said before because i think it's very true like just about anybody can go and learn the the processes that are around digital marketing and mm -hmm. i there's so many people out there just trying to like pitch stuff it, that that's very yeah. obvious right <laughs> like anybody yeah. could learn this but people yeah. are already tied up in their, their business. There's right. only 168 hours in a week. And yes. you need to be focused on the things that give you the highest value. And yes. you know, the, the concept of, of hiring someone or an agency to, to kind of handle these things on the background can seem kind of daunting at first because money's usually tight at the very start of a, yes. a business and you're not sure. But if if it is a drag just on you energetically, emotionally, physically, yeah. even to sit there and think about creating all this social content, like it could be very well worth it if you have a good focus on what you are really good at and, and that can generate the revenue. Yes. And uh, the, just kind of the, the other example I'll give of that because we were talking about it ahead of time. Like I, I went to the gym this morning, which is kind of outside of my normal routine, but I, I go to a gym that is is very specific in how it's set up and it's all classes and it's all coaches. And I go to that that gym and I, I talk to folks and they're like, oh, I, you know, I could never like that, or like, oh, it's so rigid and stuff. And I'm like, that's that's why I love it because I do yeah. not have the time. Like I'm solving problems for people right. all you day long. And I don't want to have to think about it. All I I just need to have the discipline to show up. Yes. And and put in the work there, but I don't have to think about designing the workout. I don't have to think about talk about like cross platforms and social media, like, yeah. Oh, you know, we're going to do strength today and we're going to do endurance and we're going to do yeah. hypertrophy and like mix all these, like, no, there's mm -hmm. they've got professionals back, like designing all these workouts. I just had to show up and do it. And yes. I, I think that's really kind of what you're 
getting at. And yeah, there's going to be a, a cost associated to that over just yes. the, the time, but your return can be so much better. Right. Absolutely. Um, a lot of people talk about costs, right? When it comes to social media marketing or any form of, of, of marketing, virtual assistance, anything else that's out there that, that will, you know, help you potentially generate sales. But you have to also think when you're weighing those costs, not only just the value of what you're, what you're getting in that price point, but the, the time that you're, that you're saving. If you know that to do X, Y, and Z that this person's going to do, it would take you months before you got to the point of being regimented to that point, six months, a year, even then think about that as six months to a year of revenue lost. Mm. That's really what, what you need to think about. Well, yeah. if I'm spending all this time spinning my wheels, trying to learn how to do this myself while I'm being pulled in 10 different directions, realistically, I'm not going to be doing this anytime soon. And in the meantime, my competitors are passing me by because your competitor knows this. They've been doing this longer than you. Maybe they've had other businesses and some utilizing them, these Some tactics. of them know it for sure. Some right? of them. Like the ones that are, the ones that are being successful, like are generally going yes. to, to do that. And I hear people complain about having to compete about, oh, these people have this big staff and they, oh, they can do all this because they have the staff. Like, mm, well, maybe they have all the staff because they do this, right? Like maybe yes. it's. That, that leveraging and it becomes this upward spiral. But I'm kind of interested in, in coming back because I know, as we kind of said, like there's a ton of, uh, of people, there's a ton of agencies and the landscape, like 10, even, even 10 years ago, certainly 15 years ago, you could just say that you were a digital marketing agency and that was something new, right? Like yes. that was like a... a a deviation off of just marketing agency where the yes. marketing agency handled like print and all Radio, these different things, and media buys, yeah, all this different stuff. Yeah. And then you could like have this little subset where you're just digital marketing. Mm -hmm. Well, now to be a digital marketing agency, you have to be a huge company because there's so many yes. subsets, right? Like you can't, it's very difficult to find one person that can currently be good at the, the execution of social media Website design, Do everything, yeah. SEO, pay-per-click, SEM campaigns, uh, you know, all of the, all of the things, right. Yes. That go into it. It's become that much more sophisticated. Mm -hmm. And so I, I'm always interested to hear people's journeys and how they got to the point where, where they focus. So now, you know, you've really kind of narrowed down and, and focused on social media strategy. So across platforms, the content creation you know, it's not so much about you. Know, it, it, from my understanding, it's really more about kind of the branding and the messaging and, and just being out there. Yes. And the, the interesting thing when we were, we were talking about before, you know, you I, I asked you about how how your experience in in cosplay tied into this. You said, you know, look, it's all it's at the end, it's all about getting attention. So yes. I'm just kind of interested in in hearing your what what's the story like? How how do you come from this? How did you get into to cosplay and, and what are some of the other experiences that led to you being in your, your own agency and maybe some of those lessons you had to learn of, of what you're good at, highest and best use, and how did you end up just focusing on social? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great, that's a great question. So when I was in college, I, I was originally studying environmental science. 
Um, the goal was to be a wildlife researcher, and um, but I was I was good at sales. I was good at communicating with with people, um, and I'm a fast learner. So I got a job at a marketing agency um, in the sales department. Eventually, I got contracts at several different agencies. I learned very quickly, if you're gonna do contract work, don't put all your eggs in one basket within reason. Um, that way you can kind of try different things, get your feet wet when you're starting out. And I was quite good at it. But what I was finding was these, these agencies, three different agencies, completely different locations, different walks of life. What they had in common is they were just focusing on SEO, PPC, nothing but Google, which was great. But I knew social media essentially was the new frontier of marketing. And I was on it all the, all the time, being a college student, trying right. to learn more about my craft and still learning about marketing. All of these different topics and things coalesced on social media, especially sites like YouTube, where I could binge watch a hundred different videos and learn so much information from industry experts, people that, that you would never normally meet on a, on a day-to-day -day basis, but there they are sharing, you know, some valuable advice that literally or have to pay thousands life. of dollars to go and like, even just going to a conference right. or something where you might, might get to, to hear. Right. Them. Well, and, and, and obviously that, you know, that that's obviously what you want to do is get that one-on-one -on -one help. But in the meantime, that was a, you know, that was a resource uh, for me that I absolutely benefited in. And I'm telling these companies, we need to focus on social media. They, they just, they didn't. So eventually I had some of these people that I, I sold the, um, the SEO and the website products to. They're like, do you, do we have something else that's more front facing to the client? We don't feel like our, our brand is saying anything. So I started doing that on my own. And then, uh, then eventually it worked out so well. A lot of them, they ramped down their SEO. They weren't doing as much in Google ads, which can cost you a buttload of money. Um, and if you're not getting results quickly, you can get burned out. They were getting much better results on social media. And eventually I had enough clients this way. I, I started my own agency. I had people left and right that were like, do you have your own agency? I'm like, no, I'm just kind of doing this freelance. They're like, they're like, you, we thought you had a company for years. And here I was mostly working for other people still helping them become successful. And I wanted to, to do something that was for me. So you, you couple that with going through a, a very difficult car accident for a while. I did a lot of rehabilitation. It kind of made it hard for me to be an outdoor researcher at that time. Marketing was working out. So I launched my company. Um, I had a couple grand in the bank and basically not enough to live off of more than a couple months. But I said, you know what, I'm going to put my my uh my the pedal to the metal and go full in on on you know on this marketing company i know it works i know social media is the way to go for these people let's see what happens i'm going to dedicate everything i have to it um put in 12 to 13 hour days right now thankfully i don't have to work quite as hard and it worked out for me and the rest is history so to speak and, and i had a following from my cosplay and conventions and the fun fan things that i would do which helped. I had business owner contacts from the previous companies that I worked for and just people that I would meet everywhere I would go. I would say, how can I help you? I would give them value and essentially would sell itself. Every, at that point, you know, a lot the conversations kind of became a formality because the most important thing at the end of the day is people know, like, and trust you. Yeah, absolutely. So here we are. So here we are out of that. So Tell me a little bit more about, though, this idea that 
because uh, I, I see this kind of a, a central thread and, and I've heard it a lot in, mm-hmm. in social media mm-hmm. uh, and, and people talk about like the attention economy or, you know, attention mm-hmm. is the, the new currency and communication and all that. And, and social media provides those platforms. But what is the, how did, because it seems to me that uh, cosplay is not that far off from uh, wildlife research and going and making observations of uh, of people in a natural ailment or somewhat, but how does that, how does that tie in and and to the idea of social media and getting attention? Well, I, I, I think ultimately what people want to see on social media is something that's real and honest and authentic. So I put, I put everything out there um you know within reason this is my life this is my interest this is what i do um here's how i help people here's what i do for fun um i even have fitness pages to talk about you know my my health routine workout routine i don't make any direct profit off of that but it's a way for people to um understand me relate to me and that builds uh, a brand through a lifestyle and that's really what people pay for um it's 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 mostly through uh, through feeling. Does this is this something that moves me? Is this something that 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 I can relate to that speaks to me? Even more so than the quality of the actual product. And our and our products they work very effectively. They're great. But more importantly than that, that what people want is is connections, especially in this digital day and age. How do you bridge the gap, right? Yeah. And that and that's focusing on what's what we call engagements getting people to start conversations and to, to really think outside the box, but doing that in a way that's also going to capture their attention in a few seconds. You don't want it to sound boring. You don't want to write a dissertation in your post. Well, let's talk about that a little bit, because I think that's a, this becomes the the next big thing. And it kind of goes back to kind of the original point. And, and this is where I see a lot of people kind of get hung up on like, Oh, who's that or this. And there's a lot of different, viewpoints or takes on what social media strategy should be or for different mm-hmm. types of companies and mm-hmm. you know what is your brand online those kind of things and, and we, this idea of humanization or, or, or personification of brands through social media you get a small business owner and it's usually kind of like you were saying or saying intrinsically tied into the personality of the the owner or the that founder too mm-hmm. so there's yes. all these different elements that are that are coming into that Mm-hmm. And this idea of an engagement. Yeah. What's when you, you it's not just a, a like and a click and a view. Right. Right. An engagement is going to, to be, let's start a, a conversation or somebody really asking you a question or getting yes. something more than, than a lot of the superficial stuff that we see, but that seems to be the value. most elusive Right. It's mm-hmm. something of value that, that, it, that continues that conversation. But that seems to be the, probably the most elusive thing out there in a lot mm-hmm. of, of social media posts or brands putting things mm-hmm. out. So that's one question. And maybe it's not something that that business owners need to answer for themselves. Right. Because they're, it, like you're saying before, it, it's, it's not going to be everybody's highest and best use. But what is the key to that in your experience? How, how do people get more engagement in this day and age and across all these different platforms? First and foremost, it goes back to what, what we were just saying. Be authentic. 
be authentic, uh, talk about the things that your, your prospects care about and your prospects ultimately should mirror you to an extent. They, they, should, they should be someone that you would think to yourself, okay, I could hang out with them. I could go out, you know, have a beer with them. Being honest, being authentic, being real, um, you know, making posts also about when, when things don't go right. What was that problem that, that was there and, and a solution? Anything that's going to drive engagements and get people talking is something that is going to tuck at their emotions and give them value. And a lot of people do this in a very negative way. They put something very, uh, you know, very fiery on there, you know, screw this type of class or something, or this person is this. And they do that as a quick way to bait attention, but it never lasts. It's like a flame that goes and then it goes away. If you are authentic and true to yourself, true to the industry, you understand the pain points of your customers and you are addressing them in every single post, that will give you long-term growth with engagements. And engagements are the name, the, the name of the game when it comes to social media now. The algorithms reward you for that. It's not just enough to have the views and uh, to hit timelines. You need to get people you need to get people talking and that's how, and that's how you do it stay positive give them give them value understand their pain points first and foremost so that you can do that well the i think the pain point thing is the is is really the the key there right because when you people are more likely to to act off of of pain than than pleasure but are you do, doing something still that that matches that Positive. Like it becomes, it becomes this very difficult thing, right? It's how do you stay positive, but still talk about these things that are aggravating or, you know, one of the things that we say is that, you know, a good offer or uh, of in a, in a business is something that, that answers a dissatisfaction, right? Whether it's yes. pain or it's unmet need or desire, there's some kind of dis dissatisfaction there. And so are you, are you giving something of value, something that's going to help, something that's going to, to inform, something that's going to shift their thinking, something that that's going to just make them make yeah. ultimately make them feel better about where they're yes. at and in a way that the desire makes them desire more of that information right if Absolutely. you are if you're benefiting them in that type of a, a manner then then you you start to to create the engagement but what do you say to to folks because this is i think one of the big criticisms that have been for a long time and still is of, of social media is that you know, likes, engagement, comments, all those things on a social media profile, you know, they, they don't pay the bills. At the end of the day, you can have a lot of these vanity metrics that, you know, you, it's great. You got 10,000 followers, but you know, you, you only, you don't, you're not making, you don't have $10 in the bank it, that it's not translating into sales at the end. Mm -hmm. of the day. What is, what did you, what do you say about that? Well, and that's a that's a common thing that comes up, especially if somebody is new to social media or they worked with somebody um, who didn't give them results before. So it goes back to the the things that we talk about all the time, and we talked about in this conversation: value, quality, and consistency. Right? Were those posts giving your audience value? Maybe they were reaching people, but they weren't engaged, therefore, it wasn't giving them value. 
right? Um, are we actually hitting those pain points? Or are we getting a bunch of views because we have just purely inspirational content, which is great. But now that we hook them, what do we do next? And that's usually what you see. If it's not the content itself or the strategy, then it has to do with what comes next. Oftentimes you see people commenting or, hey, this is great. How do I sign up? And they don't get an answer until days later. And that yeah. might as well be weeks later on social media. We measure time based on hours, not days or weeks. If you are waiting, you know, hours and hours and hours to respond to a lead, it's getting colder. And also people who may not have commented, but are leaving some kind of reaction, a response. Those are people that on your sales team, you could reach out to them. You could continue that conversation. Um, maybe add them on on LinkedIn to to do it, or you know reach out directly to them on Facebook. However, you have to do it. Um, it's usually the follow up if it's not the actual strategy or the content it, it's itself. Well, and I think um, that's, it's usually, that's it's usually the follow up with the leads because they're not they're not going to necessarily see a post and then immediately call you. Well, and so I think yeah. that's very very key and you know it kind of fits in with you know how we strategically look at at all of these processes right and so many people will say social media is 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 the way to go or like you're going to get all this stuff from social media and i think what you just said there is very very poignant and everybody should take that to to heart that social kind of gets out there it's the the first step and you know it's a link in this chain or maybe it's used to, to nurture and, and cultivate but you still yeah. have to have the mechanisms in place to make that offer, to, to follow up, to reach out? Yes. Are you putting people in a CRM? Are you reaching out back through Messenger or, or whatever that, that channel may be? But this is a part of the overall marketing and sales strategy. It is not, in, and of, in most cases, it is not in and of itself yes. the, the only thing. And so you have to, to understand that if you're investing in social media, you know you're investing. I, I we relate this mostly to, uh, in like our, our farming analogy, we relate yeah. this mostly to kind of preparing the soil, right? We're, we're, yeah. we're fertilizing, we're, we're creating a, a nice fertile environment for your offer to take. When you build trust and credibility yeah. inside that environment with your target market, then when you do make an offer, it is more likely to germinate and uh, yeah. to actually start to grow in something that can be nurtured eventually into a sale. And so that is, uh, that I think that is great advice to, to understand where things are following up in there. Now, come back to, and, and you made uh, an interesting thing. It's like a, a lot of times people will say, all right, they, you know, I, I invested this money in social media, or maybe they did hire an agency in the past and mm -hmm. they, they didn't get any results, right? And so you yeah. just kind of hit on like, well, you might not have got results because you didn't understand the broader picture right. of where, where things happen. You have to but, figure out why. Mm -hmm. Right. But for those people that say, all right, your, your previous person might not have been doing things correctly. Well, what, what does that mean? So if somebody is saying, all right, yeah, I don't have time to learn all this. I don't have time to be posting, you know, once or three times a day or yeah. all of these different things because I'm running my business. How, how do they find somebody that can still understand them? Because I find that's a big hang up for folks yeah. too, right? Like, I know, I, like it still needs to be on point with the brand. It still needs to be the stuff I want to, to yes. say. I just don't have the time or really the, the clarity on to do it. How do you yeah. find a company that is capable enough to do that and to, to 
understand, but then to actually get the the results and not just some guy who took a uh, you know course yeah. on on YouTube or or wherever yeah. and found a course online from some guru and said, oh, now I'm a social media expert. Right, right. Well, I I think it it becomes apparent after you speak with the person. They have Zoom, like we're using. You meet them face to face. However, you got to do it. Um, meeting them, having those conversations, it's just like any other, you know, any other uh, first, right? First impressions matter. And it's also continual, continual conversations and correspondence. When I talk to a potential client, I'm listening to their needs. It's like a, like a doctor diagnosing their issue. Okay, you're experiencing this. Okay, you're only getting a few likes per post. Okay, let's take a look at that. What about this? What about that? And then I, I now have a wealth of information just from that first meeting and I'm writing it down and I'm doing it quick and I'm answering all the, their questions and going back and forth and really more or less listening to what it is that they're going through and keeping in mind wherever they came from till now, there's probably been a lot of struggles, a lot of people who have come and go. So I have to keep that in mind and first and foremost, um, go into it thinking I'm going to help people. And if somebody has that kind of a mindset, usually that'll show within the first five or 10 minutes. And if they continue to show you that afterwards, they follow, they do the follow-up. If you ask for an email, they send it to you. They already have all these things in place ready for you. That shows you, okay, this is somebody who um, is, is ready to actually do business and they, and they, they care about the issues that I have. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, Katrina, I really appreciate you taking the, the time here today. And I know we've got to, to get on with the, the rest of our busy Mondays uh, on the, the, the day that we're recording this. But if people wanted to get in contact with you, learn a little bit more about that and, and you know, what it looks like to, to have somebody that can understand like their, their desire and their game plan and put the strategy together for implementing that. In and, and making it fit in their overall sales and marketing process. How do they get in touch with you? You will find us online at on every social site at COS Marketing Agency. Website is cosmarketingagency.com. Every social site is at COS Marketing Agency. Um, email is cosmarketingagency at gmail.com if you prefer email. Uh, phone number, I do calls, I do text also. 407-334-9378, Really, the messages go to me regardless of where they come from, Facebook, Instagram, text, email, whatever works for you, we typically an- answer within the hour. All right, fantastic. Well, I mm-hmm. hope everyone can take the lessons that Katrina has shared with us today and put them into place in your business, getting your hands dirty and growing something great. Be well.